This show is a Phonic Media production. Hey, welcome. Have you got a burning question? Today on the podcast, <laughs> we answer that burning question, and I'm burning my finger. Ah. <laughs> That's not even out. That's not even, I can't even stub it out. I've got no shoes on. Freaking to hit it. <laughs> <laughs> Hey friend. Hey friend. Uh, something a little bit different on the podcast today. If you're listening to, if you're watching to this, it's quite obvious. If you're listening to it, maybe a little bit less obvious. You might hear some birds. But let's singing. get the ambient background noise. Tweet woo, tweet woo. That's an owl. That was. You know what I mean. Very you can hear them though. What? It's a lot of not lot of noise yeah. in the garden. So tonight. we're in the garden. So here's the thing, right? Mm. We've got to be open. We've got to be honest. We've got to be transparent. We've got to tell the truth. So authentic, um, guys. We are so, so authentic. authentic. But we have um, been really busy in the last week. So and busy. We have. I hate, I hate using that phrase. I know, I was like say, a we're badge not those of honour. Like, oh, I'm just so just busy. So busy. Like, we we literally have, have been so busy. Not been in the house together. Really. And we haven't really been in the house together. We've been. I've been out recording loads of stuff. You've got about seventeen thousand projects on all yeah, at the so same time. Yeah, you know, time. like a couple of months ago, we were having a meltdown where, like, we felt like everything was going not wrong, but. It was just really tough. It's now almost gone the other completely way. the other way. Where so we've got different tough. too much work on that it's... Nice problem to have. Yeah. Not complaining. Not complaining, Not complaining. universe. Anyway. But you might hear in the background, we're out in the garden. Because we we're, we're recording this now at like 8 o'clock at night on a Saturday. So I looked at my watch as run out. Could you imagine on a Saturday night back in our youth, you said a, no. a great Saturday night would be sitting in our garden recording a podcast. Having a cup of tea with your best mate. Oh yeah, I've got my tea. Got our tea. Um, but yeah, so you might hear a bit of background noise. You might hear some uh, some birds. You might hear some neighbours. You might hear some cars drum past. We're very lucky. We live in a really nice area. And it's... Um, Sort of like countryside. You might hear a train. There's a little train line. You might hear a little. You might hear a goat. You might hear a goat. You might hear. Do you know what we get around here? Right. This is not bullshit. You get green parakeets. Do you know where the green parakeets came from? No. So we mentioned it earlier. Actually, we were talking about this before we started recording. uh, Crystal Palace. Yeah. In. The 1800s, Crystal Palace was home to a massive aviary. Okay. So it was, it was home to the World Fair yeah. in like 1860 or something. <laughs> Hello, history lesson, you say. Wow, all that 18... knowledge that you read when we go around those yeah, museums. Yeah, you don't ever, you don't ever pick up on. But anyway, it was it was owned after Crystal Palace was done for the world. They used to have like a World Fair, so yeah. people would bring like amazing stuff from around the world, and people would get together and basically showcase their countries mm. effectively. And then after, I think it was bought as a private residence, and the guy had a huge aviary. Now, one of the aviaries, that's where you keep birds, and one of the aviaries, uh, one of the cages, uh, either it broke or they got let out. Yeah. But that's why we've got green parakeets in South East London. They're like these, they're like from 100 oh, years wow. worth of lineage of exotic Quite birds. I'll give you that. There you go. Also, just if Factoids. you are watching on, uh, on, on YouTube or one of the other channels. Um, you what might, other channels are you on? Channel know. 4, fucking big in the game. I don't know, you might see us on Instagram, Facebook. Okay. Um, if my eyes suddenly get really red, it's because I've got really bad hay fever at night. So um, I'm literally suddenly just I can't like, see. Look at this fluff. Um, so that'd be why. Fuck off, fluff. So it's going to be a bit of a different podcast because because we're alfresco number one. We don't have a. Hayley said, "Do you want to do it alfresco?" And I was yeah. like, "Okay, cool." I was there. <laughs> he was excited. Trousers was off. Like, no, not that. Pants off. Cock and balls out in the oh, garden. James. <laughs> I mean, who would want to see that? Luckily, we haven't got any neighbours that can see that. No. But, um, so I said, "Why don't we do it alfresco?" Yeah. And. I said, 
this is what I actually said. You know, like when a pop star has like a really good song and then they release like a really shit version, oh. like an acoustic version. It was so it's almost like set. an acoustic podcast. So we've not got our jingles. We've not got, um, yeah, all our little overtures. So it's no. just us. Just chatting. Raw, raw guys. Raw, raw dogging. Raw and Raw bareback. Bareback podcasting. That's what we're doing today, guys. But awful. what we have got is this. You can... Which is a plant pot. It's a plant pot. Think. This is the jar of truths. Yep. So, so we'll, instead of just having like a chit chat, we're going to pull out a question from the jar of truth. There's there's some there's some questions there. You can hear this from an audio standpoint. There wow, you go. You can that. hear the uh, the jar of truth, and we're going to um basically answer the 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 jar of truth questions. Here we go. Do you want to pick one? You go. Stick your hand in my jar. Oh hello. Oh, we've got some citronella candles on the oh, go as well for oh, bugs. Oh, oh. That's strong, isn't it? Citronella. It is. <coughs> so we've put together some questions and we thought we'd pick them oh out God. and then we go. don't know which one comes next. Oh my god, guys. You, okay. We are as excited and un- This mic's in very the, in heavy, so it's all very cat candid. Okay, are you ready? Yes. So here's our question. If you could be There you go, you hear the train in the background there. <laughs> if you could be an animal, what would you be? Oh, if I could be an animal. You could be an animal. So not what you look like. I look like a shark. look like a bit like a hawk or something. Yeah. Like an eagle. Eagle. But like um, a beak. Do you know what, though? I think I probably would be a flying animal. Yeah? Just imagine flying. Imagine the ability to, like, sort. You know, like, when you yeah, see, yeah. like, if you go to the countryside and you see those kestrels. Yeah. And they're not even moving. They don't flap their wings. Wow. But just they just they just soar. They just soar, but they, they pick up the hot air circulation. Yeah, but I'd be a bird, so I wouldn't care, would I? Uh, I do. A, do you think birds get scared of heights? <laughs> They're pretty do you think shit. Birds are like, oh my god, no, guys, guys, guys. Guys can't do it. Guys can't do I it. I just can't. I can't get. But off the I'm tree. all right with like once you get above a certain height, like above maybe like hundred foot, yeah. then I'm okay. Like in a plane, I'm fine. Or when we did Sydney, do you remember Sydney we did Sydney Harbour Bridge climb? Bridge. Like walking out yep. from the when you do it, you sort from of walk bl- across the road. Yeah, from like road level to getting up to the bridge but you're probably like 200 feet off the road and awful. I was like oh this is awful but then when you get so high yeah, up just everything's just like little dots but when you I walk get. from one bridge to remember because yeah. it's like if you've ever seen the Sydney Harbour Bridge yeah. it's got two big bits and at the top there's a plank you, not a plank I'm fucking over dramatising it here but you walk across a different way don't you do you remember oh, yeah, you go yeah, across yeah, the middle is, yeah. that's quite high I don't know like, I think, yeah, I think I'd be height, a bald I, eagle I'm really bad with heights a bald eagle I'd be a bald eagle I could see you as a bald eagle. Yeah, Maybe massive. you were a bald eagle in, in a like former a life. previous life. I was an angry little bald eagle. I think would I be? would have to be, it would be a cat. I'm a massive fan of like cat, the cat family, um, but not like a shit cat, like a shit house cat. Um, I think I'd go for a leopard because I wear a lot of leopard print and I I think... Hold on, you're you're saying you're gonna you would be a leopard yeah, because I just, you wear leopard. Yeah, I just I love being print. out in the kind. I can see me being in the heat. I love like the look of them. They you look love chasing cuddly. your dinner. Yeah, I'm they really look athlete- cuddly. Well, yeah, I mean they're not, but they look it, don't they? They're just like you just want to stroke them. I mean they probably take your face that. off, yeah, but um, and they're so athletic like me. Mm, you know, I can see like that. they run so fast. Mm, like you, I just like me. Yeah. Um. So I think I don't know. I just feel like I'd be at one. Being a leopard. Okay. Well, maybe the guys. Also, I'm a Leo, so I always think like there's something there with like the the animal of like the lion. Oh, cat. Oh God, that's good. See, <laughs> 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 oh you might have seen this on the camera, and you might pick that up. Nice. So we had we had a we had a at one point the I sun was, was setting, and and the sun was <laughs> in my face. So I've put a 
brolly up like a like a sun I mean, visor thing up the and brolly has seen better days it's, it's gone say. over in the background anyway we'll, we'll battle through that scared the life out of me but so it's like be, a delayed reaction do you know what though your reactions were so quick <laughs> like, like a leopard <laughs> I thought you were just going to climb up a branch right, all of a sudden. Move on. is it a leopard that climbs up a branch or is that a cheetah which one know. climbs trees a leopard doesn't change its spots <laughs> Like useful, right? Okay. If only we had I'm this outfit. You got parakeets. Oh, hello. There's a there's a flock of them. Oh, I like it. I feel Can like. You see I'm, it? I feel like. I'm, I'm, I'm fucking David Attenborough. David, oh no, I was gonna say this is what David Attenborough feels like. And here we find two fucking idiots in their garden <laughs> recording a podcast. Right, Drink question. A cup of tea. I was gonna say we'll be best mate, but it's not not our tagline. Is it's it? not our tagline. It's your own tagline. Um, oh, this is good. This is deep. Is it? Oh god. Name deep. a person. Going deep. Name a person that has led to train. Name a person that has led you to become who you are today. Oh, oh my goodness! I guess everyone has an impact, don't they? Ultimately, yeah. but yeah, who would be your, who would be your person? Are we going like practical? Who who, who knows? How do you how do you take? It's an open ended question. How do you take the question? What do you feel? Do you, do know, you it's want so, to? It's so random because. When you said that, someone came into my head and it is such a random person Just say it. that I've almost got to say it. Go on. So it's a lady called Jane Maguire. Really? Yeah, isn't that weird? That so is weird. Okay. Shout I out, Jane no Maguire. I have no idea, but you've I've, I've never known this many parakeets be in our garden, by the way. It's, it's like, like. It's like we're. Dr. Doolittle. I feel like I'm gone for a cupboard into fucking um, Narnia. So when, as you know, our history, um, I used to work for Thomas Cook as an entertainer overseas. And Jane Maguire was like the, kind of like the big boss of the whole of the entertainment. She was, wasn't she? Um, you had like section. entertainers, yeah. you had head entertainers, you had supervisors. Then and you then had... She was like the UK person she who managed like the, the boss whole boss, shebang. She? And she was just such a, I would say like an... Imp- oh, my it's Fucking like, it's hell! Never it's been, like it's never, never been, been noisier, noisier out here ever. But Turns out there's a apps working abroad, oh, flying very good. overseas. Thank you, thanks, guys. Do you know what they call that in, in movies? They call this prophetic fallacy. Brilliant. When the noise. So when I worked overseas. Sim- sorry, um, <laughs> but she was didn't like, want the knowledge. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Was you going to bore us again? I'll oh, carry on. Or is it me talking right now? It's me. You carry on. Moving on. And um, so she, anyway, she was just a really like. If I think back, she was a really empowering woman. She was really like in control. She ran that whole business. Everyone just sort of loved her. She really like commanded a room. But more than anything, I think looking back, that was probably the start in my career of feeling so like doing something that I felt so so aligned with. Like I felt like I was in such the right place at the right time. Yeah. And she was someone that just saw like a spark in me. And I, I guess in a way she probably helped me to like I don't know, like to do better. Did she encourage you to be a head entertainer? Yeah, I think she did. I think she just saw something in me and she was just very supportive and very encouraging. I guess when you started out, because when when Thomas Cook first started entertainment, putting entertainment into hotels, there's probably what, six teams, seven teams, something like that? Yeah. Like four or five people. So there's only like 30 or 40 stuff. So, like, in terms of direct reports, you had just a couple. But in terms of the whole team who worked under her. It's probably about 50, 60. But yeah. You can still know everyone at 50, 60 people, can't you? And she'd come on like the training courses with us and she was like one of the team. But I don't know. She just literally came into my head. And it's not. you know, because there's obviously other people in my life that have had an impact, of course. Um, but it just suddenly took me there. Interesting. Isn't I wouldn't that weird? have thought that. I have no idea. I thought you were going to go for either your cousin well, Danny or well, Psychic Sally. See, it was, 
Yeah, so my cousin Danny was the one that I guess I would have said because he was an inspiration because he was someone who just lived life to the full. He was well-educated, well-travelled, had friends. God, he was handsome as well. He just lived life. I know like that sounds really corny and people say that, don't they? But he really did. Like, yeah. he was super... Um, he was a journalist, was a super, barman. Yeah, he just like... Super intelligent, but he would do whatever live, job he? he wanted to do just to be where he wanted to be, yeah. meet the people he wanted yeah. to meet and he was an inspiration. What and a Like I said, I wish I... Sadly, he passed away when he was like 32. Mm. And I think now, gosh, you know, I wish I'd... He lived in Australia at the time, do you remember? And he was always like, come out. And we never did until after, sadly, he passed, didn't yeah. we? And I always think, oh, I wish I spent more time with him. But I think he was definitely an inspiration of someone that I knew that made things possible. Mm. Yeah. And psychic Sally, I mean, let's just not go there. <laughs> I think there's some good and uh, and some bad to Probably come out is. of that I think experience. Some good and bad no, in most she, she was don't she was a pretty she a was, pretty cool person she to was, work for. She was very uh, important in your story though, and who yeah, you become today, isn't it? Yeah. Sorry, guys. Second aeroplane going over. Hello. I've never even Where's noticed. Where's all these people going? That's anyway, the Emirates. So I reckon they're going to the United Arab Emirates. Okay, the brilliant. Um, um, you, James. Person that led me to become the person I am today. Yeah. Right. So I could either take this in one of two ways. I'm going to take it in a positive way. Okay. Because I think that's nicer. When I was... <laughs> um, right. I think I might have just worked out the negative, but... 2006, I stopped being in a boy band called Boys Loud. True story. And <sighs> big deal, guys. Big deal. X Factor. Failed. You might have heard them on the podcast. You might have heard me on the podcast, yeah, in a couple of weeks week. ago. Um, but when I left that band, like I had always just done like fun stuff for a job like I'd been I was like a bricklayer's labourer for a couple of years with my mate after I left like work selling suits yeah. just because that was easy that was a holiday route. we don't need to go through your whole history and of then, work it's just we haven't got I've had that, that job in the winter when I used to come home from which we've never talked about yeah, which we'll we never talk about we'll never talk, <laughs> we about, never talk about that ever. had a very interesting delivery job let's just put it like that was not a drug dealer I realised I just remember no, sound like a drug no. dealer um, but yeah then after a certain period of time me and you had just got engaged, and I was like, "Do you know what? Like, if we the were actually engagement, to... that wasn't a rushed engagement. So it was. It wasn't. We got married like, like nine years later. Yeah, because just we yeah just didn't yeah. around to it. Anyway, um, who's talking now? Me? Are you? Me? Are you? Um, so then I went and worked in a thing called broadcast PR, and but I didn't know what broadcast PR was. I thought I was just going to be on the radio, and I was really misguided. It's effectively it was a sales job, but it was almost like missold to me. On purpose. On purpose. Clever. But equally, when I look back, some of the people that went through that place, like one that's gone on to become a Radio 1 DJ, Louisa Zizerman, off Apprentice, she worked there. Someone who's like a, now an editor of um, a magazine, a green uh, sort of like uh, ecological magazine. A guy who's on SBS in Australia worked there at the time. So some pretty, you, you know, me. Obviously. I mean, it's just a bunch Big of, deal, just a bunch Big of legends. But um, there was one lady there because everyone, no one really took the job serious because for a lot of people, they come straight out of university, straight out of um, getting degrees. A lot of people, because it had the word PR in it, had got PR or marketing Shiny degrees. Penny. And they wanted to come and do that. But it, as I say, it was more of a sales job. And there was only one person there who didn't really sort of disregard it. And she sort of seized the opportunity that it could be. And that was my friend Efrosini. I knew you were going to say and her. And Efrosini, I will never forget. She's so a she, she is, I love Efrosini. Shout out Efrosini if she ever sees this clip. But she, I remember she said to me, 
Like everyone else was sort of like, and I was a bit of a dosser there, to be brutally honest. And you were sort of like, you dosser worked, or tosser? Uh, probably both, a dosser tosser. <laughs> um, and we, you know, you'd kind of like work to just like go to the pub at the end of God, the day and get drunk. Just and we just, Friday, yeah, it was, it was, it was just bad. Crazy. But anyway, Efro was um, Efrosini, not Efro. She didn't like me called Efro, even though it just makes sense to be called Efro. Anyway, story for another time. She, um, I remember one day she said to me, "What do you, what do you consume? What do you read on the on the train to work?" And at the time, I was like, I'd listen to music, I'd read the Metro newspaper, but I had an hour and a half commute there and an hour and a half commute back. So when you've got three hours a day, what are you doing with it? And I was like, just reading the newspaper or listening to music. I was just being pissed off about the train or something, like, as I would say, as a sort of semi-idiotic mid-20-year-old. And she went, right, read this book. And I was like, okay. And it was a book called Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. Wow. And she gave me a, she gave me a copy of it. And she went, just read this book and see what it will do for you. And I was like, okay. I was like, whatever. So I went to the train. And I was like, I'll get on the train anyway. I read it, and that was it. That was me. Changed life. And I literally got into personal development from there. Yeah. I was like, oh my god. She gave it to me on a Friday, and yeah. I remember by Monday I'd finished it. And I was like, oh my fucking god, this has changed my life. That's amazing. That that actually probably had a real pivotal oh, a mass- step. Massive. In your life, that that changed. Said. That changed the direction of my life. She's um. She is an incredible... She's a force of nature. Yeah, she's just got a... You know, Anything you know when someone talks into. and it's almost like they're, they're like... It's like a Morgan Freeman monologue every time yeah. they talk. She's like that, isn't yeah. she? She's so much wisdom. She's very wise. Positivity. And whatever she's done, she's always done very well Very at. well. So she was quite big in um, in sales in Cyprus, where she was from. She wanted to get off of Cyprus because she's like, you know, it's a very small country. It's a very small island, blah, blah, blah. She came to London. She smashed that job. She was, you know, she's the top yeah. earner, the top biller month after month after month. Definitely a positive mindset. Yeah. A lot to be said for that. But yeah, so she was, um, and, that, and that book, that really, and that's still my favourite book of all time. Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill, it. and it was given to me by Ephraim on a Friday afternoon. I love and it. That changed my life. So the person that changed me, who led me to become who I am today, Ephraim. I love it. Can you hear this? Time that to go back in the jar. New round. The jar of. Jar of hearts, you're tearing love apart. Oh, I hated that song. Don't sing that. Do you remember that when it oh, came out? It you was hated everywhere, it. wasn't it? And, and then everyone, everyone loved it. Everyone just loved it, and oh, you were like, oh. I couldn't stand it. It's unlocking out. Who do you think you are? Don't keep singing it. Don't need more of it. All right. Oh, here we go. If you could meet anyone, dead or alive, and we've got two, in business okay. and for fun. So, if you could meet anyone, dead or alive, in business. Ooh. This would be hard for you, because you don't like oh, people, God, do you? No one inspires nightmare. me. I inspire myself, because I'm so amazing. I'm amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Come on, there must be someone. In business. Anyone in business? Um, you go first because you'll have. Have someone. you really not got anybody? I'm I'm honestly sat here, but it could also be that my um my brain just isn't working lately. I think it's part of the uh, perimenopause. I literally can't think. Like I'm sat here, like okay. going, I can't think of anyone. Has been thirty degrees today, and we've yeah. battled two children. Who, who's yours? Because you've probably got a Richard Branson. Okay. Richard Branson would be my business person that I'd love to meet. I'd yeah. love to meet Richard Branson. I just think he's fascinating. And I've always I've always liked him. Do you know what I really find though? And I'm not saying this just because I do podcasts, but I think that podcasts have become almost like a gateway drug to being able to listen to the wisdom and the insights of those people. Yeah. I'm listening to a podcast at the moment called Acquired. It's unbelievable. But they've, they talk about LVMH, Louis Vuitton. Um, what's the M? Louis Vuitton, uh, LVMH. Uh, Moet, Moet and Shandon. It's Moet, by the way, not Moet. I found out in that podcast. And Hennessy. So that collaborative group yeah. of brands. The guy who owns that is now the richest man in the world. Mm. A guy called Bern, Bernard Antoine or something like that. Yeah. Um, 
but their story I mean they literally it's a three hour podcast it goes on and on and on but it's literally every step that was taken to build that business really? and I'm like oh my god and then so I'm finding now like the president of Shopify was on Bartlett a couple of weeks ago and I was like I've never even listened to any of his content he's yeah. unbelievable he's so into they've done 400 billion dollars of sales through Shopify Wow. Like at one point, I think half the internet sales purchases were through Shopify, and this guy's just on a podcast telling you how he's done it. Yeah. Um, so there's lots of, I guess, like newer entrepreneurs. I'm like, oh, how are you doing that? That's quite interesting. But no, but, uh, Branson. But the deal would be I'd have to go and meet him on his island. Yeah. I'd have to go to Necker Island. That would be a good excuse. That'd be my business it? person. Yeah, I don't know. Off. It's weird because there's so many people that I, I could. Suppose, just I suppose sit you here. live. You live with a business icon, don't you? So. <laughs> but I could sit here and say lots of people. That I think. Say one then. Just oh wow, one. that would be amazing! Like, how do they get to? But it's, do you know what it is? It's it's really bad, but it but it's always like more like people that have probably become almost like a celebrity, and then they've used that to create different brands. I find that really interesting. Okay. So like Ryan Reynolds, yeah. for example. Oh. Like I just yes. think, I mean, obviously, modern day, I love he'd be him. My modern day yeah. guy. I yeah. love him in his films and as an actor but yeah. I love his personality how he comes across and I just find it so interesting to see how he's like set up his own um it's a uh, obviously got the Wrexham football club yeah and then it's the the drink business the aviation gin and yeah. I just think I don't know. It's just it just amazes me, and I'd almost he just, wanna... he's got a mobile phone company, Mint Mobile. He just sold yeah. for th- he sold a steak for three hundred million dollars. I just find him fascinating, and yeah. I'd want to know almost like sound silly, like how much involvement do they have in those mm. actual projects, or is it like? Do you know what I mean? His like, name's been put to yeah, it. Yeah, I'd love to just. Sit well, I think down they do the marketing. Like, I think how... so. He's got a company called Maximum Impact, right? And they they seem to do the advertising, or they yeah. do it at least do the creative. And his company is Maximum Impact. So they make, like Deadpool is a Maximum Impact film. Yeah. But then they've got Maximum Impact Creative. So they yeah. do like the Mint Mobile, um, all of the collaborations with like the Wrexham sponsors and all that yeah. stuff. They, they've they got a team that do that. So I would imagine it's quite involved in that stuff. But, but interesting, but like day to day, how much operation wise. I think it's I need to sort of work on because like I read loads of books. Um, but why? And I, why do you well, need no, to? Because like, do you know what? You just you take know, action because there's so many book, people and then who I'll are like... take something from it and I think, wow, amazing. Like Jen Sincero, her book, um, Badass at Making Money. And I was like, oh my God, this is phenomenal. But then for me, I've read that book. I've taken what I needed. It, it kind of stops there. Like I can't explain it. I don't then go and like follow her and find oh, yeah, out. I don't I, know if that's, that's a good that's thing or a bad because thing. Because so many people who, you know, the amount of people that I listen to who... You know, again, I've sort of mentioned it, Stephen Bartlett's podcast, mm. whenever I'm talking to clients, it comes up again and again and yeah, again. Because obviously it's the biggest one, well, it's one of the biggest shows yeah. in, in the UK and one of the biggest ones in Europe. And they're making, you know, inroads in, into the States now. I'm, you know, I know some of Bartlett's team quite well. And, you know, they've got a really, really impressive outfit. You know, 33 people work on that show. So it is super impressive. But for me, again, whether you listen to the, you know, the president of Spotify responsible for $400 billion in sales yeah. or Mo Godat, who is the former chief uh, innovation officer at Google X or, you know, these amazing people, Branson, he's been on there, yeah. these amazing people that have been on. But how many people are listening for any more than entertainment? Yeah, I think yeah. people consume business content like mm. it's entertainment these days, which is fine because like, I would say my business, uh, business is my hobby. Yeah, I yeah. love it. You know, I don't really have hobbies. Like, I like going to the gym. I like hanging out with you and the boys. That's kind of it. And business, that that's me done. 
I'm quite happy with yeah, that. Yeah, and that's the thing. But I you take act. I think it's a good thing. Yeah, but you, it's you a learn good thing. it, like and, and, have... and you know, you execute on it. Whereas yeah. lots of people, like me included, I'll read a book for the for the fact of reading a book. Yeah. No, Jay Shetty's book. I was oh, it's unbelievable. I nearly interviewed Jay Shetty to talk to him about his book. So I was obviously reading it really yeah. in depth because it was lined up for us to, to chat to him. Let me down last minute.com. Shout out Jay Shetty. Um, but anyway, but I read that book. And I'm like, oh, it's unbelievable. So about what have I used from it? Fuck all. Yeah. Nothing. So you're better. You're but a better. No, human I do being. have obviously lots of people that look up to and find inspirational. It's like Cam, like Canva, for example, because I use it and I love it and I see how fast that's growing. That I find, oh my god, that's amazing. You should like, interview her then. You should, you should meet her. See, I she don't even know person. the name. That's the thing. Kim I, I just don't retain remember. the information. But you're an action taker, so I don't think that's a bad thing. Okay, anyway. so Dead or Alive, if you can Did meet you anyone. Pick someone then? Dead or Who Alive. I said Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> yeah, but you just want to bonk him. business. Anyway. I don't know. Fun. If you can meet anyone Dead or Alive, fun. For fun. Oh. Do you know what? I think for me... I'd, w- I'd want to meet one of the Beatles. Really? Yeah, I'd love it. Ringo Starr. Yeah, okay. I would just love to just, I don't know, like, um, just how fun to just really go on that journey with them and really, like, understand the ins and outs, what was it all really like? Because they literally oh, took the insane, world by storm. Yeah. I just think I'd love to know, like, yeah, what went on behind closed doors. Do you know who I would like to meet? But like early version, not now version. Yeah. I think Elton John. Oh, okay. Elton John during yeah. his ascendancy when he was doing like six hundred grand a month on flowers and he was coked off his nut and he yeah. was just like in the <laughs> midst of that. I just think he would just be brilliant. Yeah. Oh yeah. But I, actually, what's the film? Rocket Man. Brilliant film. Brilliant, yeah. And if you haven't watched it, watch it because it really gives you an insight into Elton John. Yeah. Which I didn't know anything about. No. I love Elton John. But I don't I don't think that having said someone like him, like when you look from the outside looking in, you're like, oh this is amazing. But I bet in the midst of it, it's a very different setup. Do you remember you used to sing your song in one of our shows? Yeah. It's a little bit funny. Let's not do that. Whose go is it now? It's mine. Oh my god, she's still going, fuck me. Did you did you pick someone? I'm not one of those who can Are you kidding? Easily. Are you trying to get a record contract? Oh god, that it's not was work, the um, is it? That was the Ellie Goulding version. Elephant Love Melody. Who did did I pick someone? Yeah, Elton yeah. John. Who did you pick? Ryan Reynolds. Was he business? Ringo Star. Ringo Star. Fair enough. Good ones. Right. If you had oh, if you had to live in a different country, where would it be? Oh. My hay fever is getting up really bad, by the way. So if is I it? start crying, it's not because I'm emotional. emotional. Well, straight away for me, I just emotional. I just say Australia just yeah. because I'd go and live with my brother. And I love Australia. Like I love it. I think yeah. it's a great country. I've every time I've visited, I've always just found like the actual landscape and the sights just so amazing. And I felt like it's the sort of place you can imagine almost like picking up what you're doing here and you could quite successfully go over there and do and do that. Yeah. I remember when I went out there when I used to um work in artist management and we went out there on tour for um, six weeks and we got on like their mainstream morning television which is like our sort of like good morning britain Britain, that kind of thing and um they were like yeah and they were like come out for dinner and all that and it was like real i don't know it's just a really weird experience it was like yeah he wouldn't have got that getting press here is like really hard work Um, you think about it like that country is the size of europe yeah twice i think so, so I was Europe twice, yeah. 
and it's got 24 million people know, who live crazy. in it. And they all live around the outside of it. Whereas you think in the, in the UK, what we've got, 69, 70 million yeah. people. So they've almost got two and a half times the population. No, three times the population. Hello, good maths. Three, almost three times oh the God, population. Yeah, normally algebra boy. And in like one sixteenth of the space. Yeah. So when you think about it, actually you probably have got the opportunity to stand out because there's just less opportunities. Yeah, yeah, it's not. Should we move to Australia? We could be superstars. Could you imagine? Business marriage Australia. If you like Down to- under. Good day, mate. Wow, moderately racist to the Australians there. Uh, was good. that racist? That accent was racist. Oh, sorry. I'm sent to the Australians. <coughs> Bad move. Anyway, Australia, what about you? Uh, I would be Australia as well. Or, I love Australia. For me, Australia, right? I love the people. Yeah. They've just got such a great vibe. They've just vibe. got such a they've good got, mix For me, of they've like... got the humour of the Brits. Yeah. The optimism of Americans. Yeah. But they don't take themselves too seriously. And, I, and they've just got... Outdoor. And they like people going... Really good oh, way of so life. so much more outdoorsy. Like, it, it just really is. Like, here, right, you wouldn't bring the kids... I wouldn't, anyway. You wouldn't get the kids home from school and be like, come on, kids, let's just go half hour. We're going to drive to the beach. You just wouldn't. Don't care, no. you wouldn't. And then when we were out there, it's like... We were just like driving for like forty minutes just to yeah. go and do something for an yeah, hour. Fish and or chips two. on the it's beach. Like no stress, yeah. you know. Like whereas here, it's like really planned out. Or the, or the really stereotypical thing, you know, like oh, they always have barbecues and stuff. But in the evenings, they just do. Yeah. Like in the park, the park's got lots of like gas, like gas barbecues, yeah, aren't yeah. they? It's so real. you see, at a certain time of day, like everyone comes home from work and then they go shrimp and on the barbecue. Don't have a shrimp on the barbecue. Sounds so like Australia, it's you a said stri- Australia, or Australia or Spain. Yeah, see that would have been I my other Spain. Spain. We both love Spain. Maybe I just love the culture, the holiday food. home in Spain. There's just something about like. Maybe we just need to move abroad. Again, maybe like yeah, but it's always different though, isn't it? When you yeah. live, well, we we have lived abroad. We worked abroad. Maybe yeah, that's different because you I know you're there for a little kids, while. It changes things as well, yeah. doesn't it? Ruins it all, doesn't it? <laughs> but yeah, Australia or Spain. Stick your hand in my jar. Oi, oi. Pick your winner. Don't be a sinner. Pick a flipping winner. Pick Here a winner. Go. Okay. Right, oh my goodness. Out of the jar of doom. If you had to get a job, what would it be? <gasps> Oh. Okay, so we had, if we had to stop our businesses yeah. and get a job, like, are we thinking practically? Like, as in, I think we've got us. I think we've got to do it as in, like, using our skills. Oh yeah, yeah. I don't 100%, think we can yeah. be like, oh, I'll, I'll be, be a like fucking a juggler, pop star. Yeah, no, something realistic. I think. Sorry, I've just burped on the microphone. I've also got a mozzie around me. I thought these citronella cannons are supposed to scare these shitheads off. Anyway, um, go on. Okay. For those of you who've tuned in late to the podcast, by the way, we're sat outside. Our fresco. Right we've hear. got so many planes going over our planes. house. We've had a lot of that I don't parakeets. think I've ever heard them before. And we've also had a murder of crows. Do you know a collective oh. of crows is called a murder? There I did go. know that, actually. Knowledge. I did know that. Come on then. What job would you get? Um, Pole dancer. Use your skills. <laughs> use your talents. What would I do? Oh, I'd have to stick in... I'd love to stick in design. I think I'd try and tap up Canva and try and get a job with them. That'd really? be cool, yeah. Okay. That'd be well fun. Yeah, but Canva don't really do design, do no, they? True. They do coding. Um, Mind you, I guess someone has to uh, make the templates. Yeah, stuff, or they? I don't know, maybe I'd go and work for like a company running their branding. That would be fun. Yeah. Like a, oh, I don't know. Maybe like a, oh, I don't know, maybe like a coaching company. Like a company that's like making a difference to people. Are you pitching for a job here? For I don't know, maybe, yeah. If you're a coaching company that help, um, maybe help women. I don't know. Okay. I don't know really what com- type of company, like something fun, like an, or like an entertainment company. Yeah. That would be quite fun. You basically want to go and work in Do design like for James and Do like branding and design, putting on events. I'd love that. Yeah, putting on events. Okay. Designing all of the, like... 
core stuff. That would be cool. Pretty much what I used to do, really. <laughs> I don't know. So you've, left, you've left that yeah. job and you actually want it back. So basically, Six I would years do later, branding eight designs years for a company, either a coaching business that coaches people that's making an impact or an entertainment company. So would yeah. you want to go back into artist management? Would you do that again? Oh, fuck no. No. So Hard fucking work. draining. Yeah. Because you kind of like, sounds not in a bad way, but you almost care about them more than they care about themselves. Yeah. It's a, it's it does a lot get of responsibility. That point, yeah. It is. It's a lot of responsibility. Okay, so you're going to be a designer or an artist? Oh, do you know what? Manager. Actually, like complete, there we go. complete curveball. A couple of years ago, I had a, I had an idea, and I wanted to start my own like stage school for children. Um, which you're probably thinking, oh my god, there's so many, and I get it. Um, but it was more about it coming from the point of like that kind I of like the confidence this. building. But not only would they learn like singing, dancing, acting, they would then obviously put on shows. But they would then learn how to promote those shows, how do to do the marketing of it, market the shows, create and the find posters, the venue and all that. find yeah, the venue, yeah, yeah. sell the tickets. I like so that. it's almost like a whole whole like 360 school of like teaching them to actually do the dancing singing and acting but then it's like everything else that goes in between it'd be so cool wouldn't it that's not really a job because that don't exist it's like stagecoach okay. on steroids fair enough I don't think stagecoach would you, like that James? tagline what would you do I'll be an estate agent would you 100% I'll go and be an estate agent oh, you're not slick enough I'm well slick are you are kidding you? yeah 100% really yeah because I think that the best the best salespeople. yeah like don't, genuine. don't feel like they're, you're, they're being sold to yeah and with with estate agency yeah it's, it's like a hot easy, lead. It's like the, it's the easiest, easiest thing ever. You open the fucking front door, go, here you go, do you want to buy this house for but a million quid? Especially so around here. Look, this house that we live in is worth a million quid. Yeah. I'm like, I'm not being funny. I won't fucking pay a million quid for it. The one that's over the road, that's gone for 900 grand. Yeah, yeah. And he's gutting out and redoing again. Uh, easiest sell in the world. Like, yeah. here you go, here's this old rundown place. You've got 900 grand Maybe for it. Maybe okay, cool. James. Be good. Maybe I should. Get some cash, cash money. Yeah, I would, I would do it for... But my mate who I used to go to school with yeah. has got an amazing estate agency called Bovindon's over back in Buckinghamshire yeah. in Beckersville. He does, does like super high-end houses, like a couple of million quid plus. Yeah. And like the footage of them. He's got like houses on, on like the Thames in Henley on for sale for like 15 million that quid. That would be a nice place to live. And like it? that's like all the drone footage and stuff. But again, I think that with that sale... You, before you you do the selling before you get in the front yeah, door yeah. what is it that you guys are looking for what does a house need to do yeah, for you what does yeah. a property need to do sell, for you you've got to sell the experience and then because the otherwise it's, you're, you're like oh you know like a box room oh you know it's really it's nicely compact yeah. you sell that like bullshitty jargon but actually do you know what find out what they want and does that house fulfil yeah, that yeah. requirement love and it. get them to imagine themselves being there that's how you sell a house I love it I anyway. think it's your turn oh is it okay I'm just going to start putting my hands in there when I just want to speed okay. you up a bit right. I've still got a few questions 34 minutes in, we better get a crack on. Crack uh, on. Right. Get your crack if on. you could go back to one moment in your life, where would you Give go back to? Give me one moment in time when I'm more than I thought. Seen all these chemtrails. What? Subject oh, for another day. We're not Subject going. For another day. Uh, we're anyway, not doing that, are we? uh, if I could go back to one moment in my life, where Spirits would I go back to? Is from James. I've, I've listened to it. I've, I've produced Let's a podcast this week. My God, let me tell you, the world is upside down. Let me tell um, you. What was the question I, I spoke over you? If you could go back to one moment in your life, which moment would you go back right. to? Oh. I 100% I know exactly the moment I'll go back go on to. Then. I'll go uh, back is to. Is it when you propose? No. no. Is it when we got married? No. Oh, is it when I gave birth to Louis? Mm, yes, it is actually. And is it? It's Louis. Wow. That. I've never, ever, I can't even describe it. It was the maddest feeling yeah. ever. It was like, I've never taken ecstasy. 
Maybe I should have done when I was mm. younger. Maybe to cheer me up a little bit. Maybe I'll get a little bit of exercise have it now. Time, a little bit now. You miserable git. Um, but that is the closest thing to like genuine, wholehearted euphoria yeah. I can imagine. It was, honestly, it was like, a, it was almost like, it was a wave. I can't even, I can't even explain it. It was like, just this mad feeling. If you could bottle it, it'd be the best drug yeah, in the world. Yeah. It was like this wave of like love and excitement and like everything like I cried and I was laughing and it was like oh it was, just, it was, like, it was, it was like euphoria it was honestly it was the, it was the strangest experience well, of my I life. was just so out of it I was yeah. like I don't even know what's going all on all you care about was being stitched up and having a jacket potato one more stitch please <laughs> <laughs> oh, what was it in? We just watched a TV show called Colin from Accounts. If oh, you haven't watched it, you've got to. It's she's so a midwife, funny. Isn't she? And one day she's just basically doing that all day. She's just sewing up um, the woman's vaginas after they're given wow. birth. And every single man makes the joke of, oh, one uh, more can you stitch, put another stitch in there. And she has to, like, oh, yeah, funny. I've uh, never heard that one before. Um, yeah, that would be the moment. Love it. Um, so I feel maybe the five minutes leading up to it was horrific, feel, and the, then the, the week after was terrible. But I haven't gone to anything on me and you together and the kids at all. <laughs> Strong, um, because I'm trying to just Best go with life. where it, where I think straight away. So I'm going back to Australia in 2016. The second time we went. So when we went with our friends yes. and we went to the Whitsundays and we sailed around the Whitsundays, which is like these little islands on a catamaran for like oh, four days that was or something. Un- yeah, that it was, was good to be absolutely phenomenal. <laughs> and there's, there's two moments actually, so I've cheated now. The one that I was thinking of, we had to get like off the catamaran, you get on like a little like dinghy Bit boat, of, wasn't yeah, it? Like a little, little dinghy speed dinghy, boat. Yeah. And then we went to the shore and there was like a hike up a... Was it a mountain? Not a mountain. Not like a mountain, a, but a like big a fuck off hill, yeah, yeah. Um, and it was like four hours if I made that up. It's like a four-hour hike. Four-hour round trip, um, but we didn't know that at the time, And yeah. I remember, because I hadn't even taken any trainers. So one of the girls that had come away with us, she wasn't coming on the hike, so I borrowed her trainers, and we were walking for ages, weren't we? Yeah. And it was hot, like so, so hot. And I remember we had, do you remember, like a big bottle of water and That's we just yeah. like kept part it was like four or five of us weren't there yeah. we just kept like passing it back it's like a jungle climb as well wasn't yeah, it, it was. it off, so the Whitsundays is in like the north east of Australia so it's like tropicals it's yeah. almost like it was, ju- it was like a jungle like it was trek amazing. So we no guide, there, like, and then you get to the top, and no lie, oh, the yeah. view is just—I will never forget it. It was breathtaking, and it, ta- wasn't it, it takes me back. I think the reason it comes to my mind not only was that just obviously so breathtaking. I remember us all just sitting there, and given how much we'd just done, you weren't sat there like feeling out of breath or tired. It was just so uplifting that yeah. we'd put in that effort, and that was. The result, the reward, yeah. and I remember it, the sun was kind of coming That's down, right, yeah. and we were sat on this like rock. And it, I remember it was quite high because one of them had like really bad vertigo, didn't he? And he yeah. was like, "I don't like this," but just sitting there and looking out and just feeling like just that, like it's going to sound really corny, but like a sense of freedom of just mm. like, oh my goodness. And I think, yeah, I think maybe that's why I feel that now we don't have freedom. <laughs> yeah. <now laughs> Whatever we do. Um, life has got much more like serious, but yeah, that really took me back. And the other thing was when we was on the catamaran and you just used to like anchor down, didn't you? Like wherever you yeah. wanted. And one night we'd anchor down and there was like no other boats, was there? And I just remember we had like the light 
Um, And it was just us in the sea on this catamaran and our friend Chris was doing DJ, DJ Chris. I don't know if we gave him a nickname. Yeah. And... And we were drunk we in the back of the boat. We were we playing these like sort of clubbing house music That's right, yeah. on this boat, and Dance it was just absolutely catamaran, yeah. hilarious. So yeah, yeah we sorry, woke up in, I, I think we got there quite late, hadn't we? So we'd, we'd yeah. sailed into there. Yeah. You're supposed to stop. You'd got a horrific dark. heat stroke. Do you remember yeah. on the first oh, that day? Was bad. Learning to, they had like that was the night training we, we, to learn how to drive the catamaran. Yeah, one of us could because it was like a proper boat. It was a proper boat. It was like serious. But that night we'd we'd gone into that cove. And it was like it was already getting dark. Yeah. We weren't really. You're not really allowed to. You're supposed to stop yeah. before. Oh, on that. And then we woke up. So we didn't know where we were. So when we woke up in the morning, it was just like unbelievably beautiful. So beautiful. Just like a. But on that climb, I meant to say when we went to the top of the mountain, what we hadn't accounted for was that the time was beautiful at the top where the sun's coming down. You were saying it was setting, yeah. Um, and of course. We ended up walking down in the, the hill yeah. in pitch black. Well, we, it was, we, um, we sat there at the top when we go, oh yeah. my God, the sunset's amazing. We're like, uh, and I sunset, how fast can we get back down Honestly, I hate spiders and um, my friend walked into like a massive cobweb and I was just like, oh my God. We I had one just, phone between us. Awful. Oh, we had one phone at the front and yeah. one phone at the back and that was it. We literally it's like, like phone mobile phone You're lit. just like in a straight line, just yeah. go, 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 yeah. Anyway, what was yours? I really dragged that one out. Louis. Oh, sorry, Daniels. Oh, that sounds question. Louis seems insignificant, now, doesn't, doesn't it? Next to Boring. Sunset Australia. What do you wish you tried harder at? Oh, I wish I tried harder at. It's a bit deep that one, isn't it? I suppose it's difficult that one, isn't it? Because if you change anything, then it's almost like you the butterfly effect. And like, where would you have ended up? Yeah, the only thing I think of is like leaving over working overseas and just cutting that off the way I did because yeah. we came back for like unfortunate circumstances um and it just sort of an era of my life that was just so poignant ended mm. so abruptly and I think that's the only thing that I think yeah wasn't it a strong and would, amazing experience was it yeah maybe I could have tried harder to have I don't know like bridged a gap and got something like mm. working with them back in the UK but like you say I wouldn't actually want that because yeah. things were changing. But yeah, I don't really know. What would you work harder at? I mean, I'm pretty great. Yeah, that's true. You are pretty. No, amazing. do you know what? Actually, jokes aside, I probably should work harder at exercising because I'm not. I'm lazy. Yeah, but that's not what that well, question yeah, is about. It's like, what would you have tried should, harder? Well, could have, would have, should have. Yeah. Oh well. You know, back back in my dancing days, you know, could have carried that on, but didn't. Could have. Could have. Should have. Would have. Oh well. Now I'm just old and don't do anything, sit at a desk. I think I would have... I'd be interested to know what would have happened if I'd have stayed at college and finished my business studies course. But then again, like, if I'd have done that, I probably would have gone and studied business at a university, then I wouldn't have ended up abroad, so then I wouldn't have met you. In fact, no, definitely, I'd go back in time and I would do that. I'd stay (laughs) and I would study hard. Right, you're horrible. No, I'd do that. Or... The other thing, what? when I had that coaching business and that came to an end quite abruptly and I was like, right, I'm stepping away from coaching. Carried on in coaching. Carried on in coaching in my, own, coach. in my own way because I, I think I could But have we do have a phrase, don't we? Every We won't say it. Every a coach. Mm, a coach. Yeah. Well, with Yeah. Right. If you could change coach. one physical thing about yourself, what would it be? I know mine straight away. What? My nose. Yeah, but that's what no, makes no, you No, no, I don't care. Are. No, we're going to make this make who you are, honestly. So, you know, like people pay to have like symmetrical faces. Yeah. I went... When I was in Liverpool, they had like one of these like um, I can't think what it was called. It was a uh, it's like a museum where you go in. It's all like weird things. So you'd like 
put yourself in different positions you take photos and it all looks funny on camera right um, and one of them is you could put your face in this machine and it would show you how symmetrical your face was and mine's like horrifically not symmetrical yeah. it's like borderline sloth from the goonies <laughs> so for me you it would be like having, having a straighter nose really 100% hate it yeah definitely a better nose you never broke your nose did you as a kid no are you sure yeah they must have hooked you out of your mum, like. Move they must have got you out sideways like a sofa. Do you want to answer or shall I answer for you? <laughs> i got a new answer for me. I'm joking. Come on, physical, let's speed it up. Um, physical, I don't know, I'm a pretty good specimen. I've got one. What? Little wrinkly ears. Wrinkly ears? You've got little wrinkles at your earlobes. Oh, yeah, so no, I probably would have got rid of my nose. I hate my moles when I was a kid, I hated having moles. That's what happens when you get sunburnt as a child. Yeah, yeah, but no, I had them before I got oh, sunburnt. As I a, think Louie's going to take after you. Yeah, mm-hmm. Molly, Molly, already Molly. Got, already got freckles. Come on, we can do this. Come on. Let's quick fire them. How long we got? Let's quick fire question, Ram. Come on. This mic's so heavy. Sorry about If you were a celebrity, who would you be? If you could be a celebrity, who would okay. you be? Go on, you go first. Because you read it out. Oh, God, Jennifer Aniston. I just love her. Really? I don't know. Just pick that All out. All the celebrities no, you Jennifer No, I wouldn't. Aniston. I wouldn't. I would probably go for a hybrid celebrity who does, like, singing, dancing, like, who's, like, a performer and an actor. Oh, okay. Because I'd like to, like, experience both those. Well, I was going to say, like, J-Lo or Gaga, but I don't actually want to be either of those people, but J-Lo, that kind of thing. that documentary or like about J-Lo say, was maybe. really, when she was getting ready for the the uh, halftime show. Yeah, that's amazing. That was an amazing yeah. documentary. But, yeah, maybe. I mean, I'm not, like I say, I'm not, like, I don't idolise, like, I think they're great. But maybe, like, someone like a J-Lo. Okay, interesting. I'm still Jenny from the block. Oh, I knew it. You <laughs> said a little, but I have a lot. No matter where I go, you know where I came oh, from. Oh, just stop. The block. <laughs> <laughs> um, I would be... Love don't oh, thing. <laughs> that was terrible. That was in a show we used to do, wasn't it? That's all you remember. Nice. Um, I'd be Ryan Reynolds. Oh, I wish I'd be... him now. I wish you were Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. Ryan Reynolds. Actually, I wish Blake Lively. She is so ridiculously hot. Yeah, but that's not the but only no, reason you want to be someone, is it? No, no Ryan Reynolds, because I think, like I say, he's a brilliant actor. Mm. He can do, like, funny stuff. He can funny. do serious and stuff. What's that one we watched? And it was just him in, a, like, an underground coffin, and he died at the end. Like, buried. After, like, buried, there you go. Good actor. Yeah. And a very, very astute businessman. So, Love yeah. it. There you go, I'll be go Ryan Reynolds. Pick. Okay. Pick, oh, we've got pick, two pick, more. Pick, pick, pick. Three more, three more. Let's do it, let's quick do it, fires, quick fires, quick fires. Um, this is where we need our jingles. Something a bit different today, guys. If you just tuned in right now, jingle, why are you tuning in right jingle, now? Jingle, jingle, jingle. You're still here, like the outside. It. If you're watching on YouTube, sorry, it's got really dark all of a sudden because the sun has oh set. Oh my God, can you not see us? The house. Uh, guilty pleasure, thing, song, or person you love but you shouldn't. I've got a weird one, Go right? On. Oh, God. I mentioned this to you How earlier. Weird. Um, guilty pleasure. I, I think he's an abhorrent human being, but oh. I'm fascinated by what's happened in the last couple of years. Um, Andrew Tate. Really? I think Andrew Tate is fascinating. You think hate it, him and I, you think yeah, he's I, awful. I don't I don't like him as a person. I don't or what I think he stands he's for misogynistic. Yeah, yeah, I don't like awful. him. But but he's his he, ascent to fame has been so fast and so big. Yeah. You know, in a world where, you know, everyone believes in freedom of speech, like everyone believes in freedom of speech apart from this guy. You know, there's terrorists who are putting beheading videos on YouTube and they get less heat than Andrew Tate 
who talks about misogynistic things. Now, again, I don't approve of what he says. No. I don't agree with what he says. I don't frankly fucking but you like just what find he it says. fascinating I just how think it's fascinating. someone makes yeah. that impact. And then he thing. said, the government aren't going to like me. I've got too much power. They're going to take me down. What happens? He goes to Romania. He gets put in prison. And now he's come out and he's literally doing an interview with the BBC last week and saying about like what's going to happen next. He's like, if I ever die, know that I would never kill myself. That's the story they'll tell you, but I would never kill myself. I just think, it, and he came out of nowhere. I remember, I remember about a year ago, maybe a year and a half ago, just started seeing like him like popping up on podcasts, and yeah. then like Rob Moore, I know, had him on, and Samuel Leeds, I know, had him on, and then at one point when we were doing the clubhouse stuff, Andrew Tate was he was offered to us as a guest, yeah. and I was like, I'm not fucking interested in speaking to that no, guy. No, no. But the more I just find him fascinating. He's definitely guilty with pleasure though, because I don't, I don't. Because you hate him, but yeah. it's like I might get him on my podcast. Oh, well, mine, I might do it. I might no, go to Romania. Don't, don't I might get him on business marriage. Please don't. Um, so again, I'm going where you said like guilty pleasure, and this is quite a sad thing to admit. I'd like to be Ryan Reynolds, no, jump strap. So every morning before I start work, so after I've dropped the kids at work, uh, at work, at school, I come home and I make myself a cup of tea and I blare a song out. Oh, do you? On Alexa. Okay. And the song. Guess you're not going to guess what it is. So it's tell me the genre. So eighties pop ballad. No, no, it's from my repping days. It's from my days of working overseas as an entertainer. It was a song that the company Thomas Cook played at every big event. Everybody. No, it was like proud. Yeah. You hate Heather it, Small. I know. So I absolutely, no, I hate M people. I okay. hate it. I don't know why. If an M people song comes on, I hate it. But when I worked for Thomas Cook, the song, What have you done today to make you feel proud? And they used to play it. You're like, really trying to get yourself a recording contract. I know, though, I know. Um, I'm not, by the way. I just thought we haven't got jingles. So. Um, and they used to play it at every event. And it was so funny. Like if you'd got an awards or at like, you know, like the big events every year and... I don't know, I just remember it being oh, like a really iconic song. So uh, it's really shameful, but I play Heather Small proud before I start my day. Every day? Every day. I did not know that about you. Wow. That's sad, okay. right? Take something out of the jar, of, the jar of treats. We've got one Gentle more left after treats. this. You've got the penultimate. Okay, you love that word. the penultimate. Penultimate question. Shout out to Rob Bushell, who's, who invented the word penultimate. say that word, it, and I'll be like, really, is that a real word? Favourite fairground ride? Oh, we went to a fair, didn't we? Went to a fair today, that's why we talked about it. In our local town. Um, That was a fucking ropey fair, by the way. Hate things like teacups, hate that. Hate that. Um, Oh, fairground, because that's very different, isn't it, to like a theme park. Or a theme park. Fairground or a theme park. Favourite ride. No, it can't be theme. Maybe a pier. It could be a pier. Um, Do you know what I used to love when I was younger? Ghost train. No, the waltzer. Oh, really? Oh, we just used to have such a laugh when it just spins and spins and spins and there's nothing you can do about it. And you've you just got that force. Yeah, because yeah. I grew up going, yeah, Walton Pier in Essex and it was just like, just the force. And it would just spin and sometimes they're not allowed to do it anymore, but they used to actually come and spin come you. And spin, yeah. Um, and I think when I was little, I remember once I was so ill, I like puked all over my cousin Jodie, which was quite amusing. You used to say, didn't I, scream if you want to go faster. Yeah. Um, so yeah, the waltz. I mean, now I'm terrible. I'd probably just you be sick, anything, as, sick as a dog. But the waltz. Isn't that a weird saying? Sick as a dog. How sick are dogs? Like dogs are just like the moderate amount. Do they of sick. like 
do they like puke up their own you know like cats just like puke up fur balls and stuff do yeah, dogs I, do that no I don't think so anyway uh, <laughs> my ride would be a roller coaster I love roller a roller coaster, coaster. I know you said we can't have it as a as like a theme park, but Drim, do you remember? Remember when we went to uh, Bush Gardens when we were in, when we were in Don't America? Don't talk to me about ago. that one that went like that. It was on. There was a there was a ride at Bush Gardens that it's as soon as it started, you were basically I can't explain it. So you were looking up at the sky, so your car was but like then it right would drop back. you backwards, wouldn't it? Oh my god, it was horrific. Yeah. I've never been so scared in all my it life. It was unreal. Bush Gardens was amazing. That's where we did the, ha- the uh, horror houses, didn't we? On horror Halloween. houses. They Halloween over scary there. Over and there. James hates, hates hate being, being jumped, jumped out. out I fucking of. hate it. And all of the different mazes. Do you remember the clown one? Yeah. And there was just these they people They would chase you with chainsaws jump, and stuff, yeah, wouldn't they? They would just jump out of you and they don't care. It's not like, oh, we can't go near you. Like, they're in your face. They're touching. Yeah. And not in a good way. Not in a good way. Freddy okay. Krueger had his fingers up my mouth. Oh, Freddy. That would bloody hurt, wouldn't it's it? Like, do you remember that though? It's like, please do not touch the actors. Our well, reaction. We're watching a TV show at the minute called The Boys, oh my God. and we're a bit we're a bit so slow good. to this. Um, don't give it away. No, don't use do spoilers. But it's, it's very good. It's, Watch it. It's on Prime. It's so brutal. It's like horrific. But Final yeah. question of today's podcast. Okay. Supposed to be quick fire, wasn't quite quick fire. Thanks for tuning in today, guys. By the way, I know it's been yeah, a bit of a different podcast. Like, Al fresco, like really? Vibe. I do. Yeah, really chilled. It's not. Well, probably not quite as funny this week, but I've I've really enjoyed it. I like you think we're funny anyway. Well, no, we're not funny, quite, but you know what I mean. Quite like arrogant. I feel very relaxed. Quite arrogant, but there you go. Okay, <laughs> final question: What era would you have lived in, and why? <gasps> oh, the sixties, hundred percent. I knew you'd say that. I'd have been like there, black and white, mini skirts, fake eyelashes, the lot. I'd have been there in the cavern, screaming at the Beatles. Yeah. Down, down, down. We've sung at the cavern, haven't we? That we have. Good. That was good. She loves you, yeah. Just stop yeah, with the yeah. singing today. Um, what era would I have been in? Definitely the 60s. Oh, I know yours. I've got two. If you don't say what I'm thinking, you're lying. I've got two eras. It'd be like the 1930s swing like, era, I'm like Sinatra, Sinatra era. 100%. The 30s into the 40s, but then I've got to go through the World War and stuff. Don't really want oh, to do yeah, that. Do so I didn't want to do that. So, twen- was he the 20s or the 50s, was he, Sinatra? Uh, anyway, Sinatra era. I'd go Sinatra yeah. era, or I would love, I would have absolutely loved to have been alive and about 18 years old. So I'd have to be born in the 50s, yeah. And then, so by the time I get to 18, I hit disco era oh in New my York. God. I'd have been there in like a little boob tube thing. With like your rollerblades, roller roller skates. Tiny little shorts up to my boob butt. Boob tube? Yeah, like a little boob tube. They were like skimpy things, didn't they? Did they? In disco times, yeah. <laughs> I think I might be thinking of the bird cage. I'm just not sure. The, I can't the, the imagine the Williams film where they like in the gay seventies roller skates. I think I should Can have been we get this out? A gay seventies re- roller skater. If anyone emails in and requests to see James as a roller skater in the seventies in Lycra Guys, and some it face done. glitter, let me know, consider and I'm going to done. make that happen. I'm only going to do it if someone actually messages the no, show. No, not one person. Ten. Ten, Ten people, people message the show. The show, but then if we Just don't message do it, the show we know with no the word isn't. glitter. Glitter. You like that? Glitter. Oh no, <laughs> maybe not glitter. Move away from that. Let's glitter. maybe not go the glitter. Yeah. Um, just, just say disco James. And um, oh my god, I would just pay to get my an outfit for oh, that. Right? Can we wrap this podcast up now? My wrap it up. Wrap got it so up. Bad. Thank you for tuning in today. Oh, no, you itchy. To the podcast. I don't t- never rub your eyes. You've got Avery. If you do it, yeah. Well, we know that. Anyway, oh. you have been listening to the Marriage Podcast Al Fresco, and we hope you've enjoyed the show. 
and we'll see you again next week. If you have enjoyed the show, let us know. If you'd like us to do more of these like layback, ambient, citronella candle vibes, <laughs> then feel free to let us know via don't. the link of the show. So if, if you, you thought it was shit, just, it, just text fair, us the word shit. because it just depends text on our Text us diary. the word shit out. Yeah, say this was after <laughs> shit. And don't forget, Bye. if you do want to win yourself Bye. a mug, who's a mug? We haven't even talked about that today. You can't, you can't just... Yeah, you can't just thumb that week. in lastminute.com. Oh, these mugs are going... These are global now. <gasps> these these, these Some, are global. I might have sent somebody a mug. Really? We might have a conversation coming up. What? And they might need a mug. A conversation? Yeah, I can neither confirm nor deny. Guys, it will be revealed. It will be revealed to you. I don't know that I like where this Terrible is going. Terrible cliffhanger. Terrible cliffhanger, but there you Anyhow. go. Anyway, guys, we See love you a long time. See you later. Bye. Bye, friend. Hi, my name is Kay Adams, and to be honest, I'm not so good with the ageing process, so I enlisted my old chum, the filter-free Cara McKenzie, to advise. Could you imagine being a porn star? The room would need to be really hot for me to strip <laughs> off. <laughs> to be honest, she's not much help, but she is rather amusing. And along with some great guests, Joe Brand, Andy Oliver, Anton Dubeck, Ruth Langsford and Craig Revel Horwood, darling, we are learning how to be 60. Listen wherever you get your podcasts.